0: Welcome back to Going Long on First. Coming at you a Monday night, so it'll be a true Tuesday recap. Owen, Bye, we got man. we got the line, Mister Benson, and then we got, as always, Father of the Year, Mister Jeremy Shimko with uh, with the baby herself, little they little ring in hand. hand.
1: Yes, you know the line is is growing on me. It sounds like one of those old school like. That that friend of yours that just all he does is bet and he knows bets, he's the line. I'm I'm enjoying that even though I got to live up to the name, and I got a long way to go, like a long way to go, given this. Do year's you Olympics. have?
0: I but, know this is not the right night for it. Do you have a, a total from last week? I'm just curious. Pretty close, uh,
1: I think. <clears throat> from what I'm seeing, I think Seth ran away with it. I know I did not have. I might have snuck out maybe a game under 500. There's 15 games this week. But I think overall,
0: Seth was the performer of the week. Well, then I can't wait to get the totals later this week, going. Bingo. Can't wait. Bingo. All right. Uh, we will do a little recap, of course. Our fastest 60 minutes in sports. We will do Jeremy's jerseys of the week. And uh end with top five. Um, and then we'll see if we have time for trivia or not. We'll see. We'll see. We are coming at you Monday night, so we will try to do some live reaction recap of the Bengals and Browns. And Owen will keep us updated. Yeah, he's got the the game. Yeah, not me, but
1: you guys watching my screen probably even have a better view than I do. Uh, um, yeah, so I'll try to keep everybody updated on that one. Make sure as we not, go through, we can't be putting any videos out of this. Uh, NFL is going to come crack down. Just be careful what you do, Seth. That's all I'm saying.
0: Uh, yeah, duly noted. Thanks, Owen. I'll, uh, Owen, we sure. can't even
2: call him the NFL anymore. It's uh, the, the National PAFL. P A F L. What was it? What was it? The standing the again? Pro- what was it called? The Professional American Football League. There it is. Here we are to speak on the professional American Football League session. All right. <laughs> uh
0: looks like uh to change the pot up a bit. That's all right. We're anything but flexible here. Um but let's get into it, shall we boys? Shall we? Let's get into the fastest 60 minutes in sports. Some spread. What? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Owen. You got it. Always, you know what? You know, one of these days, I'm gonna mash up all your intros that you do for us, and just uh,
2: let people run with it. I'm gonna do it one day.
1: (laughs) It's gonna, it's gonna turn into the brown note.
2: I'm looking forward to the day,
1: honestly. All of that combined, it might create a black hole. If we don't, if we're not careful, yikes!
0: Yikes! Um, speaking speaking of black holes, uh, Green Bay is kind of turning into one. Um, we'll start there, of course. What everybody's here for is our unbiased Packer takes. Our misery. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, just fresh off 24 hours ago, uh, Packers lose. So the bills 17 27. A lot of people are sticking forks in the Packers at three and five. Bills are now seven, six and one, six and one, right? It was by a bye week. Um, it might be just the best team in football. We'll see later where our top five goes. Not saying, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> Instant reaction to this. I don't want to spend too much time here because I want to get through some other games. And time is of the essence, as always. So, just real quick, Owen. You know, some thoughts here last night. Uh, I don't want to rev up the engines too much. But, um, another week, another loss. But, I guess this game, just one note as, as I jump into you is... I felt better about this game than I have probably their last the last month their four game losing streak. This is probably the best I felt out about out about any of them.
1: How depressing is that too? You know, like we are. We I was telling Jeremy this too a little bit ago, and I was like, like I'm almost depressed how decent I felt about that loss. I, it's just the state of Packer Nation right now. So naturally. There's still a chance. I told you guys this uh, before the game yesterday too. You know, they were four and six before the run the table comments, where they went six and zero, hit the wild card spot, got in the playoffs, made the NFC Championship. So
0: anything is possible. Uh, however, and in a very weak NFC conference right now as well, which has helped the Packers, which does help and you got the bucks and the rams looking equally as bad
1: uh at the moment those two three powerhouses who have uh since disappeared um man so number 1 Josh Allen is a cheat code like it's it's illegal for him to play quarterback i'm i'm convinced it's way too way too fun to watch
0: can you imagine having Josh Allen as your quarterback could you yeah it was, um, is, is, I, I don't know if I saw this on Twitter, if this was Collins, where I think it was on Twitter, but it was like, I guess this is how it was watching Rogers do this 12 years ago. Just the Im- improvisational play running around, you know, I mean, not as much of a running threat, but Rogers was so good at the escapability piece of it that he could extend plays and he used his legs a little bit.
2: I guess It was but, a little more. That's magical. how Alan was doing. I yeah. just want to make one comment quick. Um, it's like, a, I wouldn't go with Rodgers. I would go, I guess I'd go with Rodgers in the fact of like, yeah, it's got the magic to it. Right. Mm. Quote unquote. Um, but um, it's more like a really, really refined Cam Newton. Cause I mean, this guy's a freak, you know, that sounds like a disservice to Josh Allen. No, it's not at all. Cause Cam Newton was a defensive end playing quarterback and Josh Allen's the same thing. I mean, that guy can take off and run and outrun most of your defenders. He's also bigger than most of your defenders. If he's not running over stiff arm literally, I mean the stiff arm that he laid out what was it 3 4 weeks ago, he like ended that guy's career. He can jump a dude too. Like what he does like it's just like when they when people make the comments about the backyard backyard football where the guys just run around the backfield and make plays, it's got a little bit of like Brett Favre magic to it more than I think Aaron Rodgers. But it's got like that. The camp- The Cam Newton freakiness to it, too, where he's just, I mean, the guy's all of 6'5", probably 250. Like, he's a big dude. And he just, the way he moves around on the football field, the way he's just got that whip of an arm. I mean, at any point in time on the field, there's no point of the field that can't be touched with Allen either running or throwing it to it, it feels like. It just would never surprise you. So, it's like, the magic I would compare it to is like, it's like a Brett Favre magic, like watching him play football. Like, him lowering the boom on the defender and then getting up with this big grin on his face. I was like, that's yeah. who I'd want at quarterback. He got up
1: yeah. screaming at Adrian Amos mm-hmm. saying, I love it. I love it. Yeah, you Bring
0: fucking
2: psychopath.
0: Yeah. yeah. He, and he outruns on a third and 15, he outruns three of our defenders and then jukes Darno Savage, who has become an absolute joke right so, now. So, you know, I was thinking about For getting first
1: some sort of optimism. Seth, I know you have uh, the gripes.
0: So actually, let's start with the gripes. Go ahead and give me what went wrong. Um, I mean, uh, you know, there's a few things, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah. Offensive line was atrocious. Pass blocking, no run blocking. They were great last night. Um, I mean, the Packers ran over 200 yards. Uh, Aaron Jones had a, most of it. AJ Dillon had a chunk. Uh, but pass blocking was pretty bad, as it has been the last few weeks. And they were in Rogers' face, which is why they turned to the run so much. And uh, the defense, as I just mentioned. Now, it wasn't a total, it wasn't a full 60 minutes of bad defense, but the first 30, uh, I mean, Bills up, put up 24 points in the first half, and it looked like they were going to put up 50 points by the end of it and they kind of coasted a little bit in the second half packers figured it out picked off allen a few times but that first half defense darno savage i love darno savage and i've been a big proponent of him but man last night really opened my eyes to how bad he's been playing this year i've given him the benefit of the doubt this whole year really and a lot of people have been calling him out but last night he he was he was showing up it was shown up. Defense was shown up. Amos didn't play well. For some reason, I don't know why. I don't know if it's Joe Barry. I don't know if it's LeFleur. Oh, and tell me why Jair Alexander, maybe the best corner in football, if not number two, is not stuck on Stephon Diggs the entire night. You can't tell me this game would have changed a little bit. Some of those big plays that did doesn't watch made, many
2: Eagles games, apparently. Top ten corners, top five corners in the league. Two of them on that team. Get out of here. Jair's not on him. The two big plays that
0: Diggs makes are beating Razul. Razul's been good for us, but he's not number one receiver type. Why, Tell me why. So I'll give you like an iteration of uh, Matty LaFlower's
1: uh, explanation. And it basically came down to... When they did play man coverage last night, they didn't want it to be obvious. Um, They wanted everything disguised, and they wanted Josh Allen to believe they were playing zone nearly every time, which they played zone mostly. So when you start matching up Jair with Diggs one-on-one, you reveal what you're doing as a defense, therefore giving uh, Josh Allen those... Lanes to run, or the thoughts in his head pre snap that okay, this is going to be open middle midfield. Um, the thing I have a problem with is that happened anyway. Like he had his lanes when he wanted them anyway. Yeah, he absolutely did. And, they, and their scores came so quick, like it was 14 to nothing really quick in the first quarter there. That, um, you just gotta, you, it the disguise isn't like working. Number one, because maybe you are shelling Josh Allen in a little bit, but you're also getting torched. Like, your coverage should be your number one, and then you try to disguise it off that. Obviously, Douglas got burned on a couple TDs there, I think. Jair played at an elite level, which was good. But again, it was probably one of those things, like, they were attacking away from him.
0: Yeah, as most teams do. The Last thing, and then you can... Do yours and then uh unless Jeremy's got some, we'll move on. Keep <laughs> her moving here. Do do they bench Darnell? I is it time? I, who who do you trade for safety? I don't know. You yeah. would have to, yeah. There's nobody on the team that's capable of that. And I guess one other thing is last night I was telling this Jeremy Peapod, waiting for you. Um hey, easy. It's evident. And to me, last night like magnified that. That when Rodgers has some legitimate weapons and some guys that know how to, to play the game at receiver, they can be they can be lethal. Like last night in the second half, Rodgers in that offense was different. Rogers, you know, to Dobbs earlier in the game was a beautiful pass and catch. Dobbs adjusting. And then Toure with, with the route that he ran. I think if he has some time and he builds confidence with those receivers, it's going to be better. But to me, there's nobody on this team that scares anybody at the receiver position. Like, no defense is going to come in and say, wow, we really got to look out for Lazard. Wow, we really got to look out for Dobbs or Watson nope. if he can stay on the field. Nope. It's Aaron Jones, and he's in the backfield. So nobody's afraid of that really either. Which yeah, and then
1: I think I'm I mean I'm so this is the thing that I'm glad the Packers did was use the run to set up the pass. That's the only way they got those big bombs or opportunity at those. Because Aaron Jones was consistently, you know, five to ten yards a pop. Hey, he was catching them. So but the thing is like the Bills were getting they were leaving that open. The Bills what the Bills do best is play too deep. Uh Poyer. Usually hide. I can't remember who the other guy's name is right now that's in there, Hamlin or something. Hamlin, yep, Um, yep, yep. uh, They're good at keeping the top on, um, which is what they're going to do. And the the thing is, it's it's a defense designed to play shootouts or to defend a shootout-style game. Basically a defense designed to play the Chiefs every year, once (laughs) or twice, literally. Uh, And the Packers are just not suited to – score that fast that quick that lethal right now so it really was a recipe for disaster once you know the bills really got it moving up up at the top but again you're not playing the bills every week if you do this then we have something then we can then we can we can work with something here but uh yeah
0: i mean bills clearly just outclassed out man i wasn't it was a loss but I was encouraged by it, by what they did, especially in the second half, they covered, if they can continue that it's a recipe for success. Plus it felt
1: like Josh Allen was starting to just play a little loose with it. He's US. just trying to out there, just chuck it around, see what happens uh, Two back-to-back INTs for him. So, I mean, at least
0: the scored off it, but still, you know, Jeremy, would you like to add anything or I think we'll move on to, to brighter games.
2: Just a couple things, you know. You guys said it. Pre pod, mid pod, probably post pod for like here. Um, well, there is nothing that scares you on the on the outside of that Packers offense. Um, there's not even a really a receiving threat that scares you, because the most the scariest receiving threats out of the backfield. But there's not even a a second guy to it, and nobody's going to double a running back. You know what I mean? So it's not like it's that crazy. Yep. Um, I think the thing that's got to happen in Green Bay is you guys just got to uber lean in on the running backs. You know, the running game. I, what what blows my mind is how the whole first quarter, the whole first half should be like 30 carries right off the bat. Not in a row, obviously, but just a ton of carries, right? I would be mixing up. I'm, I'm not an offensive coordinator in the NFL. I'm a play caller in the NFL. But I'd be mixing up formations. I'd be running the piss out of the ball um just to get ever creeped up on the line right and then come out with the play action and just gash him you know whether it be a play action to a screen whether it be a play action to a wheel route whether it be a play action to you know some sort of multi level thing with the receivers you know i i just i don't understand because it seems like your guys's offense is as bad as that team is playing on offense it's like the play calling is as bad or worse um i I understand your positivity. I don't know if I would have the same positivity because you guys had a lot of garbage time yards and stats. When it was, how you said that Allen started to get loose with it, that defense almost seemed like it wasn't even playing to their scheme anymore. Jordan,
0: Jordan Poyer went out in the second half, which I think was a big difference for them. Big blow for them. Um, yeah. yeah. I And that, you know, Poyer and Micah Hyde, the, the, those two run the defense, and lo- I mean Hyde's been out for a while, but losing Poyer as well in the second half really changed that defense and sure. allowed us to make some of those big shot plays, like the one to Toure, uh, which I
2: think they beat Hamlin on. Um, who so is that? The one changed- that caught- who is the one where Rogers does the little dancing in the backfield and hits the guy in the center of the end zone? That was Toure. That I anything? think that's.
0: If- I think he beat Hamlin. Is what it was. If Poyer's in, stage.
2: it probably doesn't happen.
0: Correct. You're right. You're not wrong. It, it probably doesn't happen, which, I, like I said, I think made a difference for the second half. Uh, yeah, I, I really think tomorrow's going to be deadline day for trades, and I I really hope they go tr-
2: try something. Try. And that's. And I, I mean, I've been saying it on the pod for a while. You guys should go get a Denzel Mims, a Kenny Galladay. You know, Mims would make more sense because the money's not that big of a deal, too. But just go get somebody that's a talented guy that can catch the ball. Anything out there, you know. Yeah. I just don't understand how if Green Bay doesn't pull anything, that goes to tell you what they really think of the season. In my opinion, is it's just we are what we are, and we got to win with it. And if that's your, if that's your idea, I mean, you're you're fucked. I hate to say it, but you're just you're really fucked. Um, yeah, because like I said, it's not just the play on the field. The the game plans don't seem like great. Um, your guys' defense, as bad as it's been playing. It just doesn't seem like it's schemed up that well when you guys play against some of these offenses. So the pro- the product on the field is poor, but it's the whole – all the groceries are bad too. You know what I mean? When they say that you got to give the guy the keys to the car to go to the grocery store, the GM or whatever, the coach or whatever, the whole thing is bad, I think. It's not just the product on the field. It, it, it's the game plan. It's everything going into it. And uh, like you said, the calls weren't falling your way. Nothing's going your guys' way. Nothing.
0: Nothing at all. Uh but we'll hope next week changes that cuz we do have the lowly Lions, worst defense in the NFL. Maybe maybe that uh will gain some traction, some footing for weeks to come. Um let's move on to another team, the uh the team everybody wants to talk about. The Battle of the Pen, as they call it. Wasn't much of a battle. Um Eagles Steelers of course is what we're talking about Pennsylvania. And uh Eagles kind of take that one pretty good 35-13. Jeremy not a probably not a lot said here because you know you have the lowly Steelers. Uh nobody expected much even though they did beat the Bucks but Bucks are not who they were a couple of weeks ago. The um, Bucks
2: aren't who they said they were.
0: Correct. Correct. That's what Todd Bowles just said. Um yeah Anything mentioned other than A.J. Brown is just an absolute animal. That's, you know, what, that's what I got out of this game, and probably most people got out of this game. It's just.
2: Owen, did you want what? to say anything about the guy throwing on the ball? Owen?
1: I, it, it's nice that they keep trying this running back out at, at quarterback. That's what
2: she thinks about what you say about my quarterback. You hearing me? Anyways, it don't matter, Owen. Um, this is what I'll say. Mm-hmm. The Steelers are 0-9, now 0-10 in Philly in the last 10 matchups in Philly. Um, that's dating all the way back to 1966. They haven't won a game in Philadelphia in 10 attempts since 1966. Good the stop. Eagles have owned the Steelers in that time. Actually, I got another one of those for another game later in the pod. But – uh the jump i mean so coming off the bye week coming off the bye week um it was it was literally going to be if you could do more than just the second quarter of scoring right if you could score in the third you know the second half third quarter fourth quarter um and just the pedal to the metal was there the whole the whole game right don't mind me i'm pulling the numbers boys um I can yeah, Boston we know
0: Jalen threw four touchdowns. AJ Brown caught three. Yada yada yada.
2: I was actually bringing up the quarter by quarter. Um, but thank you, Seth. The opening quarter, it's seven seven. Then they get a, they only get three in the second quarter. We get the fourteen, the second the big second quarter like we always get. But then we put up seven in each quarter after, right? It wasn't like we just fell off. So, uh, my my point to that is the first 6 weeks, 7 weeks of the season, we were falling off in the second half sometimes, right? And it was not that this week. Um Miles had the big the big, big touchdown run. I want to say that was actually in the fourth quarter. Um AJ caught a touchdown in the third quarter. So it wasn't like we just completely took our pedal off the metal there. Our foot off the pedal. Um But uh the other thing is it's still not a full game. Our special teams is not that great. So, I mean you look at the numbers realistic and listening to Sirianni's uh, speech about it after the game, immediately he shuts out, he shouts out AJ. Then he shouts out Jalen and then he shouts out the defense and the offensive line, you know, those type of things. Um, but like miles, he's got nine carries 78 yards, just shy of nine yards of carry and a touchdown. And like, he wasn't even really that utilized in the game. You know, Boston Scott had another seven carries. Like we, we only had just shy of 20 carries um jalen only threw the ball 28 times he only completed 19 passes like it's not like when you look at it like that it's not just nuts right but then when you see a.j brown six catches 156 and three touchdowns literally half of his catches are touchdowns and then you know obviously jalen thrown for four it's that's where it starts to get a little uncanny right um there was one big block by malata i don't remember who it was on but he just like mauled this guy, right? And I mean, you're gonna get that out of a six foot eight, three hundred eighty pound left tackle, right? But I will say the Steelers are a very well coached team. It wasn't like sloppy on their end at all. Pick it through the the pick at the very end of the game. Um, it wasn't really at the very end. It was like in the third quarter. But um, Najee Harris was like a non factor completely. We just stifled the run. Um, you see someone like that. The- the highlights of well, the high lowlights of him
1: is where he'll he'll he's like dancing around nothing when he has the full like outside to get going, get a first down. But then he's like, he sees somebody, he gets scared, and he starts like, I don't know, it's weird. I was
2: gonna save this for the end, but I'll say it right now flashbacks of Trent, Trent Richardson. Like, yeah. well, yeah, not quite to that degree because like it's not like the dude just can't see the holes when they open. But when he's just dancing in the open field and not getting up the field at all and getting tackled for a loss, then it's like, what's going on here? You know, um, but bad offensive line play can do that to a guy, you know, yeah, if you just that never have true. it can, his vision was just going to be gone at the end of it. So, but it was the guys that you, if the Steelers would have won this, say the guys that you would expect to show up, didn't show up in this game at all. They were all just beat up um, pick it. He honestly, like, he looked like a rookie quarterback really bad. Yeah, for sure. Um, I expected the Steelers defense to give a little bit more of like s- something, but props to my Eagles because uh, our offense and defense look great. I mean, like, I think it was,
1: hard. wasn't it like 21 nothing before they even took a snap in the red zone? Like, it was one of those days. You're they, talking about my Eagles? Yeah. Where it was literally, it was like, I think weren't all the touchdowns passed.
2: 25 yards, well, except for one, all but Miles. That's right. That's we right. had uh, we only had like one red zone touchdown, and it was Miles' yeah. run, yeah. Because AJ Pascal's... Brown
0: 39, Brown 27, Brown 29,
2: Pascal 34. So, yeah, yep. all outside the red zone. Miles was like a 12 15 yard run, Jeez. yeah. They're yeah. hot, yeah. So, we weren't even in the red zone. Um, no, I will say well-coached team by the Steelers, like Tom, uh, Tomlin's a good coach. He made a quote after the game that kind of bothered me because he basically said about how it was uh, bad Steelers, not good Eagles. And I thought to myself, anybody I watched that game, damn well knows that's good Eagles, not bad Steelers. Like, you well, just ran Steelers into a buzzsaw. Steelers are
0: bad, but
2: Eagles yeah, are but good too. it's not so much that they're just like a glaringly terrible team. They just ran into a buzzsaw. I mean, it wasn't like you're going out there and watching, I don't know, the the Lions when they went they lost every single game. You know, they're not a bad team. They didn't they weren't making mental errors. In fact, like funniest pride call of the week, Brandon Graham jumps offside. Did you guys see the ref? That's Penalty good. on fifty-five for stepping across and like he's botching the call, like terrible. And he even laughs, right? Um Brandon Graham's on special teams for whatever reason. But uh, no, it was a good game by the Eagles. It's we got we got a short week this week. We got Houston on Thursday, which probably an early pick, but uh, Houston's going to definitely be in the jersey of the week next week because they're coming out with that new red helmet. And hey, that'll be fun to watch. Um, but no, I mean coming off the bye, this is exactly what you want. It's huge, so I'm definitely excited. We look good. We came out. Um, Jordan Davis was the only injury, and it had a high ankle sprain. Otherwise, we came out super healthy. So he's out. What about a month or so? They said four to six weeks is what they're thinking.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not going to need them for the next couple of weeks.
2: What'd you guys think
0: though? Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised. The defensive line dominated this game. I mean, against a bad Pittsburgh offense overall. I I think the Steelers are worse than what you're trying to throw out there. Maybe you're just trying to feel good. I don't know.
2: Not so much that they're not. I'm not saying that they're not. There's not like bad players on the field, but they're not th- bad. It's not like Urban Myers Jaguars last year.
0: No, 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 you're not. Yeah, the, absolutely. I just think you have, like, a team, like, just loaded with talent, and then you have the Steelers who don't really have a lot of talent, not a lot of superstars. Like, uh, on the Eagles, you got, you got A.J. Brown on offense. You got
2: superstar. a top three roster in the league and a bottom five roster in the league here. Correct, And it showed. It showed. Yeah.
0: It showed 100%
2: on Sunday the only uh, that's thing all i add, got though oh and before you say anything the only thing i'll add is um we're leading in a turnover differential we're like a positive 14 which is double i think the next team um it's kind of yeah hurts. it's i don't like it when people do it but I'm, I'm gonna say it right now too it's it's giving glimpses of the super bowl year like there's so many correlations um The Robert Quinn pickup is similar to the Super Bowl year where we picked up, say, J.H.I.E. halfway through the year. Um, Second, third-year quarterback, Jalen. Coach, who's only been there two, three years, Doug and Nick. Um, The only difference, well, I guess, A.J. would in this sense be Elshon, but A.J.'s, I mean, the best receiver I've seen since T.L. Like, this guy's nuts. And I think the best thing about A.J. versus, like, when we had Elshon is the one thing I always had a problem with Elshon is he wasn't really a hands catcher. You know, you get those guys that catch the ball with their body too much. A.J. Brown catches everything with his hands, like everything. And uh, I think the first touchdown, of the three touchdowns thrown to him, the first one was just thrown up, right? It it, it was literally Jalen just going, I'm going to throw it to his spot. A.J. going to go get it. And he caught it in double coverage, Micah, and I can't remember, it might have been a killer with a spoon. But Micah, like, rakes his hands on the ball, and A.J. just pulls it away from him. Just out muscles him. My bad. Just out bodies him. And then it's the same thing on the next two plays, like the next two touchdowns. And he could have had a fourth. He could have had a fourth because it's a slant. Jalen hits him over the middle, middle, makes a move, runs, and he gets caught from behind. He's not – he doesn't have, like, the distance speed like other guys. But he – I mean, he could have had it for sure. And that was when uh, Miles ends up having the touchdown shortly after that. But it was a hell of a game, and it's – to relate this, this will be my last thing. To relate it to, Seth, what you said about the Packers, and I know I said this a couple weeks ago with – how I just don't respect the receiver position too much is uh the one thing I'll say. You heard that. Um, the one thing I'll say is a, a top tier receiver like this really changes an offense like significantly, you know, and it's like your guys' offense, even with Devonta is not as dangerous as ours. I'll just say that right now. I don't think it is. We're way deeper regardless. Um, but it helps significantly because that one takes all the stress off of who would have been in the one in Devonte Smith, right? Then you got Pascal playing the two, or Quest playing the two, and then you have all this more, you know, stress on these guys. Now, if you, I think Devonte is definitely like a one in the future, very soon here. But um, for your guys' situation, you throw Devonte Adams out there, and it's like all of a sudden Lazard isn't like going up against the top corner, you know? Correct. Sammy Watkins is running against him, scrubbing the slot, the slot. So it's just like you get things like that because there's not many teams that can, like, for instance, my Eagles, roll out two cornerbacks that are top five cornerbacks right now and then Avanti Maddox, who's playing like a top 20 cornerback right now in the nickel. So it's like to have that is huge, and it's something that a team like the Packers are showing how some teams really d- rely on that.
0: Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. All right. Oh, anything to add? Or we'll, uh, we'll keep her moving. You said it about the Eagles and the Steelers. Well, uh, they're starting to implode
1: a little bit. I think all the players were accusing each other, um, angrily, uh, a little distasteful. You know, if I if I have a player on my team that's calling other players out, I want him to do it on a Tuesday talk show,
0: absolutely, right
1: after the game, with when you're full of anger. So uh, get it right, Steelers. (laughs) Even though they both suck
0: uh okay all got. yeah all right let's keep moving then next game with the time remaining uh, to the surprise of the year really with this what's that all? what's so funny
1: do you see do you see my thing did you see that where the, my finger was
0: i didn't miss their their cat paws on top of my tv right behind me oh Nice. I thought it was the pizza. I'm about to um, mute
1: my, look at that. Look at this thing. I'm about to mute oh. myself
2: and freak out at a cat really quick. Just give me a second. I was looking for the top of the screen because I thought he was saying it was at the top, but now it's just the cat sitting in front of it.
0: <laughs> All right. We have let's move on to the surprise game of the year, I think. Um it was entertaining. Uh S- Seattle Seahawks, your NFC West leading Seattle Seahawks, mind you. And at one At the time, the six and one, now six and two New York Giants. Seattle takes us 27 to 13. You know, it's just amazing, guys, what a team
2: can do when nobody cares who gets the credit. What What a shot, shot, huh? Seth, that's a real good quote, though, because it's not wrong. (laughs) It's not wrong. It's just funny coming out of that organization right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, against yeah, I mean, and you know, Denver is uh pretty much the exact opposite of what Seattle is right now. Seattle's a fun team, they're not a perfect team, but they are sure are fun. And Gino, MVP Gino on this show, um playing like it too. He he looked good again. He looked good again. But you know what? Roger's still tied for the lead at the NFC top spot. Thank you very much. Him and Gino are still neck and neck. They both threw two touchdowns. It's a battle, it's a Dennis. fight. NFC Offensive Player of the Week battle.
2: Gino should have had three. We all know it. That quote. Rogers also should have had
0: three. Thank you. That
2: quote comes right after Lockett drops it, and Carroll makes that quote to him. Yes. Yes. Yep. You know, um, Seth. The one thing I'll say about Gino, I, not to take you over, but no. it's not like the wildest stat line: 212, two touchies. Like that's not that crazy. It's kind of pedestrian. Like there was a lot of these out here this week. There was. There's a lot of three touchdown and more performances, but there's a lot of low yardage stuff this week. And then, yes. uh, I mean, when you look at the backfield, I mean, a, a combined eighty yards rushing out of the two backs and, and Gino. Like, there's not really wild numbers from this game. Uh, Metcalf turnovers not, were the difference here. Turnovers were significantly the difference, which is funny because of that. Did Daniel Jones? Did he have a fumble? Somebody he did
0: head. have a fun, fumble, I believe. Are you we sure right. that, that he recovered? Oh, yeah, okay, you're I right.
2: Saying, I, I think the special lost, teams or... had two fumbles. Okay, because Daniel Jones didn't have a turnover, to my knowledge, which nope. is actually like I'm I'm still going to give the Giants some credit in this game. They're still dangerous. I, I'd still be a little worried about the Giants if I was just about anybody other than the Eagles. But um, I had to throw that out there. Daniel Jones actually didn't play like his game compared to Geno's isn't that vastly different yeah
0: i i i get that i think these two are very comparable quarterbacks it's funny that gino came from didn't come from new york but he spent some time in new york was a
2: was oh, washed did. away there he didn't to, come from new york just not they the both spent the some time with saying. eli realistically you know daniel jones did the quarterback camp oh you know was his backup yeah you're
0: right you're right yeah 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 um the the two turnovers on on the Giants special teams is what changed this game. I mean, I think one was in New York territory and one was, I think, closer to midfield and it gave Seattle, um, you know, short field of possession there. And uh, they took advantage of it, which is why their numbers aren't huge because of, you know, field of play. And um, I think is what hurt the Giants. I agree though, Jeremy, with this game. Um, I think the Giants are still for real. You don't have those two turnovers on, on special teams. I think this is a different game, but Seattle, I'm a hundred percent in on Seattle. I hope they take the division. I would love to see that. Just, just a cool story with Gino and, and what happened with Seattle during the offseason and moving Russell and the way Denver is playing right now, even though they won and I'm sure Russell is still doing whatever he's doing on the plane or some plane uh, somewhere uh, yeah, I, this is a, this was a fun game. I just wish we could have watched this, because uh, that Rams Niners game was not as entertaining. At least to me, it wasn't. I um, Seahawks kind of
1: turned themselves into a little defense. They kind of got something going here uh, a little bit. They had some interesting pieces to all of a sudden show up. Ryan Neal at safety, uh, making some impact plays. We got Kobe Bryant as cornerback too, making his plays right. Yeah, along with Tariq Woolen and who's obviously probably going to be, well, I don't know, defensive rookie of the year candidate for sure. Um, Maybe Ryan Neal was the answer they needed all along and not
0: Jamal Jamal Adams. Maybe that was
1: a mistake after all, Seth. What do you think?
0: Well, I mean, we have been calling out Jamal Adams for the last two years. <laughs> and it's so. finally,
1: you know, finally showing up.
0: Um, and and the then even a
1: little bit. Even the defensive line, big big dudes like Al Woods, Puna Ford. Like I think that defense is actually something. Whereas like before the first, the early early weeks, we were clowning some of the names we'd see in the injury report. Those are the names we're seeing now come up and make some yeah. impact plays all yep. of a sudden. So yep. that's cool to see. Um, otherwise, like the rushing attacks, these like not even just the rushing attacks. Like all the stats were so even across the board like Daniel Jones didn't get to quite get 200 Geno barely had 200 Saquon 50 yards Kenneth Walker 50 yards Daniel jo- Jones 20 yards Geno Smith 26 yards rushing like it was insane yeah. down the board so to me yeah. the difference maker and I wonder if it happens with the Giants having a favorable record is do they make a play for a big receiver because that is what they're missing and they're in a better spot than the Packers are right now um uh, 100% so why don't they go uh, go uh out and get a DJ more? Something
0: like that. It'd make me uh, sad, but. It would. Um, You know, as long as Green Bay gets something, I'd be happy. I don't care. At this point, I don't care. I just want something. Act I like want somebody time. to walk into the building and try to make a difference. Anyways, yes. Uh, New York, it's a legitimate receiver. I think Darius Slayton's a good number two. But he's kind of playing as their one. And he's not quite at that level. Right. He'd be a good number two to... uh I don't know, a guy like O'Dell. Not like O'Dell's going back to to New York, but imagine that well, if he did.
1: Well, all his enemies in the front office
0: are gone, you know. So That's true. Miss. That's true. Uh yeah, I I'm still I'm still high in New York. Um I still do have him in my top I still do have him in my top 5. Uh wow. they dropped a little bit, of course. Um, but I I think they're a legitimate team. They have a legitimate defense. Defense was put in some bad spots in this game with those turnovers, like I mentioned. So they didn't play as bad as the numbers would represent. Twenty seven points, um, which is kind of what they relied on. And then Barkley was stymied up a bit, uh, which is kind of what they relied on too. This team, this team reminds me of Tennessee. Ooh. Which I don't know if is necessarily a good thing because I'm not super high on Tennessee, but that's what Tennessee does. They relied on their defense and they relied on a dominant running game behind Derrick Henry, who's waking back up like the beast has awoken. That feels like that's what New York needs to do. Saquon has been an absolute animal the first seven weeks of the year, and then he gets shut down a bit here, which it showed. Um, but that—that's they're going to be their success. Danny Dimes isn't going to take over a game like Mahomes or Allen or Rogers if he had somebody or, or you know, players like that. Jalen Hurts, they, there you go, Jeremy. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, but Seattle. I don't know about Seattle. That deep, the defense worries me more, and it's going to be like. When it comes down to it, because you know the Niners are going to be making a run as well. Like, I don't know when those two teams play, but to me it's going to be like one of those big primetime games. If it's like week 16, week 17 that could decide the division, you know it's going to be heavily favored to San Francisco because they've been there where Gino has never been in that spot before, at least as a starting quarterback.
1: You are correct, Seth. They don't play again until the 15th of December. In prime time Thursday night.
0: Man, it's like the NFL almost knew. Yeah, but the, I mean, they did get 49ers even
1: in in their weekend the states did pound down on the Seahawks early on week two,
0: 27 to seven. They did. Yes. Uh, I have a feeling Seattle come a bit more prepared. Yep. Anyways, uh anything else in this game other than these are two fun and upcoming teams that – it really just came out of nowhere once again.
1: Out of they felt like they were in yeah, like you said, coming into this game, they were in similar positions. Um, and I just had some sort of feeling about the Seahawks that I don't about the Giants. And I was proven to be right. Did you loan like whoop the Hawks? Uh I think Jeremy might have went on the Hawks too, but I definitely felt good about the Hawks here. So I was glad to see him pull it out. When I when I thought when it came to the fourth quarter, I thought the Giants were gonna somehow sneak one away again um luckily tyler lockett came back in got that touchdown break to tie and go on from there but uh it, yeah it was it was a fun afternoon game for sure
0: it was all right let's keep her moving let's go to this game that we've already kind of uh teased at the 49ers rams to keep it in the west the wild west our other afternoon game that most everybody saw And uh, I guess this game probably shouldn't come as a surprise, really, to anybody. Niners have had Shanahan over McVay. They've had their number for the last couple years, and it was no different on Sunday afternoon. Um, Rams go out to an early lead, but really after that, it was was, uh, pretty much all 49ers for the most part. CMC made his presence known unleashed the cmc unleashed it we got a score by the way i was
1: gonna say did you see that to my to my left shoulder (laughs) here
0: yes uh yeah we got a score for the browns officially a nick chubb direct snap yeah imagine that nick chubb is the offense (laughs) um yeah anyways back to this game uh cmc First running back since LT to uh, throw, pass, or, sorry, throw, receive, so catch one, and run one in since LT did it in the early 2000s. Um, so big big touchdown game, which is, you know, you know that's what they're going to do. They're going to run through CMC now, and uh, Jimmy G will be a compliment, which is exactly what he was on Sunday, and that's going to be their recipe with a stifling defense. Niners are kind of or Niners. Rams are kind of cooked almost it feels like. No, I don't know how much you take out of this game because the Niners have had the Rams number for forever. So we'll see what they do not against the 49ers team. Uh but Rams are like you said earlier, Rams, Bucks, Packers are all in the same boat, a dominant team the last couple of years. Um kind of down I guess as a not non-Rams fan, Owen. Looking at a similar position as the Packers, is there any hope for LA? There's certainly hope when you got guys at the top
1: like that, and you got a coach like Sean McVay. Um, I'm a little more depressed about the Packers because uh, I have to live it every day personally. Rams yeah. again, probably the probably the same same situation, but um, you know. Uh, on a positive note, Cooper Cup looks like he's going to be okay. It looked like an au- awkward, ugly yes, yes, ...takedown there. With I mean, he was playing in the fourth quarter, right? And no one was like, "Why? Why, why is he still pe- playing?" I Time think you're play, right. You yep, yep, yep. And that's when he got injured. Um, but looks like they dodged a bullet. And uh, you know, Shanahan versus McVeigh. That's you know, two two games a year to just cough up to like, well they have our number that's a tough that's a tough one to swallow i think you're gonna have to start figuring out what the hell you're doing here uh against this guy mcveigh um but i did see well i sent you guys that uh espn clip of the yes mcveigh shanahan and Lafleur also all getting interviewed by good old adam schefter a darn schefter And I think he, I think McVay was the one to say it. Like he studies 49ers and Packers tape every week just to implement some offensive styles. And well, so I don't know if studying harder is going to do it. If you're already (laughs) looking at it weekly. Um, But man, yeah, I don't know. San Francisco though. it, It seems to be getting together at the right time here after a weird couple losses. Um, what it was? Panthers, Chiefs, right? Back to back losses for the Niners. Yes, yes. But yep. But now, I mean, you just it took
0: it took them one week to unlock Christian McCaffrey. So good luck. Yes. uh the, the biggest question there is: can he stay healthy? That'll be the biggest question.
1: <laughs> well, San Francisco has.
0: Injury history, always, so. Especially at the running back position, but they seem to just plug away. Debo didn't even play this game. No, they didn't need him. They had CMC. They didn't need him. Uh, But, yeah, that offense will be even better with CMC out there. All right. Shall we keep her moving? Do it. Let's move on to the NFC South leading. Owen, do you know who's leading the NFC South right now? The winner is not game. the Bucks. You're right. The winner of this game, can you believe that? Regardless of the outcome, who won? The winner of this game was going to be leading in the South. Yeah, and uh,
1: what a game! What a game this ended up being. Atlanta Falcons are your leader in the clubhouse, Seth. They are.
0: It almost was the three and five Panthers. The three and five Panthers were almost leading the NFC South. They were
1: a point and a helmet toss away <laughs> from leading the NFC South. I'm wondering, and there's a lot of hubbub. Obviously, I'm referencing at the end of regulation, a nice PG Walker heave to the end zone. D.J. Moore, beautiful grab, beautiful route, beautiful catch. Touchdown, 34-34, to and then rips off his helmet in celebration. But there's a lot made of of it. Uh, Got a lot of reports coming out today that it shouldn't have been called a penalty in the first place. What do you think, Seth?
0: Uh, I agree. I agree. I mean, the, the letter of the law is you take your helmet off on the field, whether obviously during a play or shortly after a play, it's a penalty. So letter of the law says yes. But the play was over you know, it's a, it's a dead ball. It's a touchdown. He's celebrating. He wasn't even on the field. He was in the stands when he did it. Should it have been a penalty? No, of course not. Anybody who says yes is just being a prick about it. <laughs> now I knew it right when it
1: happened too. So I didn't even think about it. Like even being a question. When I seen him catch that ball and I was like, Holy shit, they're going to win this game in the last second. And Then he throws down his helmet like you he Stefan Diggs in the Minneapolis Miracle. And I was like, oh no, dude. Oh no. Why? What are you doing? What possessed you to do this? So that's that's where I came in. Not necessarily the quality of the rule, because there's plenty of that in the NFL. Or sorry, the professional American Football League, so we didn't get sued. Um, it's <laughs> it's it's the fact that when have you have you not seen that happen multiple times and be an issue, you know? Yes. Now, if this was overtime and he caught that for a touchdown, game's over.
0: Game, yeah. Not a penalty. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, game's over. I I mean it sucks that it went out like that, but I think it's better that Atlanta <laughs>
1: won this game. Better for the Panthers so they can keep continue tanking. I wonder if it was the owners like calling down to the refs, be like nope that's our you need to call that that's a foul for sure and we're not accepting
0: no for an answer. <laughs> you gotta stop this. Stop this please. Yeah. We need we know our strong. kicker won't make it. We know our <laughs> kicker won't make it if you back it up 15. And boy he didn't. Yeah. That, that thing wasn't even close. That was ugly.
1: That or the, the game winner in overtime. Like he had a rough day. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um yeah Atlanta though Four and four, the Marcus Mariota-led Atlanta Falcons. Oh. Did you,
1: in your heart, did you think we'd be seeing uh, Desmond Ritter by now?
0: Uh, week eight, yes, absolutely, but not right now. Nobody's going to see him for days, for weeks. Next season, no. probably, maybe not even. if he If Mariota leads this team to an NFC South division, championship or you know you know what what wins the division takes them to the playoffs i i I don't know why uh and they're not going to have a top pick for another quarterback obviously uh like like carolina will even though pj walker looks impressive um but it feels like this panthers offense has looked uh, not just looked better with pj walker but without cmc Deontay Foreman ran all over the field on Sunday. He, did. he did. DJ Moore had a big game. A few other players pitched in. Carolina has has thrown an offense together the last couple of weeks with PJ Walker at the helm and without CMC, which is, it, I don't know, you think you lose a big player like that, offense goes backwards. It felt like it hasn't at all. And then on the other side with, with Atlanta, um, they're making their running back duo all work with Huntley and, Alligator over there,
1: Algier or something. Algier, yeah. yeah.
0: Algier. I got him on my fantasy team, but I don't know how to say his name. Anyway, clearly, yeah. yeah. yeah they have, they have a good combo, and then obviously Pitts. Um, they have some weapons there. Imagine if they have Calvin Ridley. on. Oh. I know wow. that's a totally different story, but like the no, challenge shit. he was it's
1: easily forgettable too. one of the top receivers in the NFL gets injured and then suspended in the shadows. Yep. For making a, making a bet away from his team that didn't even hit. Um, damn God, this team, you know, be, it might be going somewhere because Kyle Pitts, he kind of came back into graces was able to catch a touchdown. Yes. Um, but they were kind of spreading the ball over the all over the field plus the pick six. Obviously, that certainly helps. Yep. Um, just one of those weird, weird games, weird games where it was a lot of a lot of big plays. 62 yard pass, 47 yard pass, 25 yard pass, big pick six. Like this ball is getting moved a lot. Very fun to watch it did feel like the Falcons were the better team. So, uh, you know, I was kind of rooting for the the Panthers just because of that. Um, but I don't know. I was kind of actually more rooting for whatever outcome made DJ more, more
0: available on the trademark. <laughs> and this was the one Owen. This was the one. I guess two and six. Uh, they're pretty much out of it now. So, um, all right, I think we got time for one more game, Owen. I have a thought on where we can go, but I'll also throw it out to you. If you if you feel led to a particular game, I think we got time for one more. We can throw it. Don't want to talk about the stupid goddamn Broncos, so we can
1: pass that one up. You sure? Yep, I'm sure. Uh Raiders got trounced, don't have to worry about that. Um you know, we were wrong. We were all wrong about the Jets, or I was for sure wrong when we were talking about that line score coming into that game. I don't know what the hell happened there.
0: We all took the Jets on that one. We juiced that. I think that was the juice of the week. The, was it? the first, uh, first official juice of the week. Did you, did you write, did you mark that as the juice of the week? Uh, I didn't. I'm pretty sure it was. You'll have, we were to, talking about you have how, to start doing that. I will. I will for sure. Uh, yeah. That game. I mean, I don't want to spend much time there, but no. uh, Zach Wilson, I, you know, he's fun to watch. I'm a big fan. But he makes some boneheaded mistakes that even cost with, his team the game. Big time.
1: Even with Garrett Wilson having, like, a career game.
0: Like, yeah, star-making game. So, that was a and, weird and, one. And Patriots, I, to me, didn't even play overly well. I mean, they kicked a bunch of field goals because they couldn't get in the end zone. But the, the Jets just gave them the game because of the turnover. Seth, what
1: I'm going to do is I'm going to give you your pick, and I'm sure this is the game, one of the games you were mentioning, obviously, because there wasn't much else to go around. But it's one of the other three NFC North teams, and I like them all equally, so I'll let you just go ahead and pick the one you wanted.
0: Oh, um, uh, I mean, I thought about Dallas, Chicago, but Dallas really just thumped them, and I just didn't think enough was there. Minnesota edges out a victory against a so-so Cardinals team. Listen, um, if it was
1: anybody other than Kyler and Cliff, the Vikings might have been in trouble on that last drive. That's all I'm saying. That's
0: true. That's true. Um, so I figured we'd stay in the NFC North, like you said, uh, and go to my boy, Tunan. And the. I think he's uh, – no, he's not quite undefeated, but I think he's got one – as a starter, he's got one loss this year. The Dolphins are 0-2 with him out of the lineup. Right right um man i i'm fully on the tour trade i i've already have been but that guy just i mean he's he's surrounded by talent of course with waddle and hill and i think this might be one of the most fun offenses to watch in recent memory just with what hill and waddle do i mean hill is an absolute it feels like i don't know maybe maybe it's just recent recency bias owen but it feels like Tyreek Hill is almost better right now than he was in KC. It's weird to say that Tyreek Hill
1: is better away from KC and KC is better away from Tyreek Hill. It's It's the opposite of
0: Green Bay and Devontae Adams. It's quite clearly the opposite,
1: yes. (laughs) Uh, This was a weird game. Number one, I mean, Tua played extremely well all game, especially on the comeback, though coming into the second half to start it off there. Yes. But number two is basically because the Lions started out red hot. Like, they had three touchdowns, you know, I think maybe 15 minutes were up. Or I guess that'd be the quarter. It was a little bit over that when they got their third touchdown. Jamal Williams, Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift. That's a running back tandem right there.
0: (laughs) I feel bad. I honestly feel bad for the Lions because that offense – They've done this so many games this year where the offense just starts out red hop, puts up a bunch of points, and the defense just collapses, falls That's apart and bags it in and gives up the game. It Let's feels it like up. every week almost.
1: Yeah, you're talking about Tyree Kill. I mean, Jalen Waddle was the benefactor of Tyree Kill's explosiveness, which it continues to be. You basically pick which one you want to focus. Tyree kill gets all the yards and then all of a sudden you start covering him in the red zone and then boom Waddle's open for a touchdown. So
0: Yep. And uh, then Gasecchi will sneak in there. And do the gritty for like a mile.
1: <laughs> the it was a yeah. fun game to watch. Um I just I, the the Lions are one and six. I wish they weren't. This was not the game they were gonna come back in, though. Dolphins are a very, 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 very good team. Uh, other than, like, all the offsides calls, I feel
0: like they had, like, five just random bullshit offside calls. Owen, would you be surprised to hear that the Lions have a top 10 offense in this league? <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: even after a couple shutouts or close to shutouts. That's how impressive they were the first, like, month and a half of the season, first month mm-hmm. of the season. Um, Yeah, they're top 10 in, in offense, but they are... By far and away, dead last. Like I think there's a pretty pretty big significance between thirty two and thirty one, at least defensive wise. And the Lions are just dead last in defense at both metrics, yards and touchdown, or yards and points allowed. Um, it's it's pretty bad because even an average defense, the Lions would be a, probably a five hundred team yeah competing for the
1: NFC north at this point yeah yeah yes. i agree uh, and they got some pieces but i guess the game plan was to press the hell out of waddle and hill at the line of scrimmage didn't happen uh something something went wrong there and wouldn't you know it uh the secondary coach
0: gets fired <laughs> the day the day after so
1: <laughs> we'll see we'll see what happens so there
0: that's a harsh way to end a, uh, end a uh, coaching career. Maybe a not bit, career, but you know, head coach. Just coaching jobs. Watch your watch your D backs get torched by and, uh, and, two track and stars. Maybe not to their fault of their own, uh, because when this offense is on and when Tua's at the helm, healthy Tua and you got Waddle and Hillback, that's hard to stop. Like the Bills couldn't even stop it. They couldn't. They had their. I think that was the game that both Poyer and Hyde were out.
1: Oh, okay. That makes a and difference. The, and so that safety tandem might be the only one to do it. And they uh, weren't there to do it in today's NFL, and they weren't there to do it. So, literally unstoppable from here on out.
0: Yep. All right. I think that's time, then, Owen. That There's is 60 time. minutes of straight recap. I hope you enjoyed it. Straight up recap. <laughs> You want to get me a quick update on that game? I can't quite see. I think from the last time I saw, it was uh, about halftime. I don't know if they're still there. Um, like, I see. All I see is Evan McPherson. Yeah, right.
1: thirty thirty-five seconds left. Uh, the Browns were able to convert the two point. Uh, the bill or the Bengals are, are are driving down right now. Evan McPherson was. Is was it is it eight up.
0: nothing then? Eight nothing.
1: Okay. So we're just playing the timeout battle. It's 4th and 9, Bengals have to get the first down and con- you know, convert of course. Yep. They're not in range. Not quite halftime yet. So expect to see some sort of explosive play coming out. Um but we're about Can you imagine that?
0: The Browns shutting out the Bengals in the first half.
1: <laughs> Jamar Chase is a big deal. That's what that tells me.
0: Yeah. Um all right. You know, kind of speaking of the Bengals, let's jump into our top five. Jeremy stepped away, um, so we'll do our top five and then jump back to his uh, jerseys of the week. Just as I said, they weren't going to kick it. They are going to go for it.
1: Here comes Evan McPherson for the kick. So nice long field goal coming in.
0: There you go. Big leg. Big leg. All right. Let's do our top five, and uh, we'll get Jeremy's when he returns. Owen, this game. Probably has a lot riding on it for you, maybe, as a as a big Bengals lover yourself. They lose this game, they're out. Because you had the Bengals in last week, correct? You were the only person to do that? Yes, correct. Obviously, I, I think what I this had. game rides on that. If they lose, I assume they're out of your top five?
1: That, yes, that would be the easy way to say
0: it without having much to think about it. But, yeah, I think that's fair to say for sure. So they're not going to be in my top 5 regardless. Um so it just helps that they're uh they they're playing tonight, so I'll disregard that. Um Yeah, so I'll start with mine. Okay. I'm going to start at the bottom, of course. I have so I I have four teams that were a lock. Four teams locked in for me. And then I was debating between like four teams for five and six, five AMB. Okay. I so think,
1: I think I'm hovering at just to compare it. I think I'm hovering at seven teams, and if the Bengals, you know, I'm gonna have like a, and if, I mean, I might actually just go into this game assuming that the Bengals are gonna lose because they're down eight nothing and they just missed the field goal. Nice. So I think okay. I'm gonna operate my list as if the Bengals lose. That's how I'm gonna do it. Okay. With a little caveat if that gets switched up on me, but okay. Still. So I'm I mean at that point I'm literally looking at six teams. Maybe seven. So I am interested to hear yours. Um
0: all right, I'll say the Bengals lose as well. So they're at five and four. Right? That's where they'd be. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let me throw you I'm gonna throw out my first two teams that are out. Hawks are one. Seahawks are one. One of the teams Hawks. my first out. Bengals would be four and four, by the way. My fault. Oh, sure. Okay. Oh yeah, because they had a buy did they have a buy? They must have had a buy already, right? Or no. No, no, it's week eight. Sorry, Correct. I can't do math. and yeah. it, So, no buy yet. Okay. Yeah. um, But, yeah, Hawks are my first out. My second out of the four teams that I debated was the Jets. To me, if the Jets would have won, they would have probably been in here. Still hanging on to them, huh? I, I am. They lose another week, I'm probably out. Uh, But I'll hang on to them for another week. We'll see what happens. They kind of... I was, I, to me, it was almost like a fluke game against New England. New England's, a, a, you know, obviously a divisional opponent, so maybe they had something there. And also those wacky turnovers by Zach Wilson, which he can do, uh, really hurt the Jets. But I think they still have a defense. Losing Brees Hall, I think, is a huge one for them. Um, not having him. James Robinson, Michael Carter couldn't really do much there. Uh, but Patriots you know they're they're gonna have a good defense as long as Bill's around. Anyways, so those are my two out. Five B. This is tra- probably truly my A and B right here. I have the New York football giants. At six Another and two. let letting
1: hang them around. You're you're keeping they're them there's in six the conversation.
0: And 2 They're six and two, Owen. It's one of the best records in football. It's not a fluke. You're it's eight weeks in. It's not a fluke. They're to me a real team. Jeremy, the NFC East hater himself, even said it himself that the Giants are a real team. Sands quarterback, yes. Ah, uh, I like Danny. Man, he's fun. He's the second best running quarterback in the league. I think he's he fun at last. He's week.
1: fun because he's a bad quarterback on a good team. That's why he's fun.
0: <laughs> it's
1: almost like Geno, then. Better quarterback.
0: You think Geno is a better quarterback? That's a different yeah, debate. It is, I, don't sure, I don't know about Gino that. I don't know
1: about that. You know you're talking about.
0: I know he is MVP Geno this year. You're right. But anyways, five B for me. They take the tough loss against the Seahawks, who I left out. Funny enough, um, Giants are good. Hawks are good. Yeah. Anyways, you're not wrong. Qu- quarterback is the biggest question mark on this team. I think if Barkley. Is having a resurgent that defense is for real. Biggest question is going to be the quarterback play, even though this loss was not his fault. Didn't have a great game, but special teams kind of ruined it there for them. 5A. Maybe it's maybe it's the hate in me, but I still have them here. We just talked about it, just teased it a bit. I have the Minnesota Vikings at 5A. Only not wrong. If it wasn't the Cardinals in the last couple minutes with um Mr. Um, Call of Duty. I believe it's Call of Duty. I don't even know what it is.
1: <laughs> yes, it is.
0: Uh, they they could maybe have uh, pulled that one out. Um, yeah, they're still here. I, it's just the Vikings are the Vikings. They're riding high right now at 6-1. and one. Um, But just it's still not uber impressive. Their schedule reminds me of the Eagles a little bit. I'm a little bit higher than the Eagles because I think they have. it's just a better team. Uh, but their schedule is soft. It's been a soft schedule. They haven't played a lot of big time opponents. They played the Green Bay week one. That was a a weird game in itself with how that game started. And Green Bay, it just has been off. Um,
2: Seth, you're soft. Heyo. Wow. Thanks Friends for your first. here. Taking shots at the Vikings, who I think is one of the realest teams in the league. I'm not gonna lie. Well, wake up, Jeremy. So um, I need you to give me, outside of schedule and who they play, because you can't pick who you play. I need you to give me two reasons why the Vikings aren't aren't six and one. They're not actually I, that one team.
0: I I just I just sh- threw threw out a big one. There's
2: there's schedule schedule has everything to do with it. Timeout. I don't find that fair because, like I said, you can't pick who you play. No. So you but, give me, but of course, Eagles you know... fan would say that. Pause. <laughs> Pause. You got, I knew somebody was going to say that. There's 23 wins by the NFC East so far. You're this disrupting season. my top five, I'm Jeremy. cutting it off right now. I just got to get this out. There's 23 wi- wins. I'm sorry, I just jumped and I, I didn't know where the fuck you guys were. <laughs> 23 wins by the NFC East so far this season through week eight. That is the most ever. By any division since two thousand two, when they realigned everybody. I'm happy. So what for do you them. say? Is the whole NFC East just fraud, Seth? Uh,
0: no, I'm not saying that. Hey, I said the Giants are real. T- I'll say that. This is more. This is more on Minnesota than on Philly. Philly. I mean, Philly. How many NFC East teams have they played? Two. Just the Cowboys, right now, right? Cowboys and Com- Cowboys and Comanches. Yep. Okay. Who they play again? No, no, Minnesota. They'll end plays. up
2: playing they'll end up playing Washington again. And then I think they played Dallas before they played the Giants at all.
0: That's yeah. crazy. So it's yeah. Dallas without Dallas
2: without Cooper. I mean
0: without Dak, Cooper at the helm makes a difference. Minnesota. Yeah. They haven't played a legit team all year other than Philly, and they got embarrassed by Philly. They beat the Lions who are bad. They beat the Saints who are bad. They beat the Bears who are bad. They beat Miami without with without two Skylar Thompson as the starting quarterback and, and not they even just, convincing, yeah. And they just squeaked a win by Arizona and it was COD weekend, so we all know <laughs> what that means.
2: Finish your top five.
0: That I'm just saying, not an uber impressive resume so far. If this is college football, their SOS would be a huge detriment to them. Say, anyways. Ooh. Five A for me for Jeremy just comes in at like a freight train and just derails the entire thing. He's like for the, the Kool-Aid, listener, he's like the Kool-Aid man who just bashes, just steams right through the door. For the everything. listener,
2: I didn't even I didn't even come back on the, the video. I just unmuted. I'm like, sets are soft. Correct.
0: Yeah. I, I that kind of took me back for a second. I was like, wait a minute. Record. Um Anyways, 5A, the, these top four I'll run through quickly because not, uh, not as bad. For the Cowboys, I think the Cowboys are one of the best teams in football with Dak back, and that defense is for real. Zeke will be back as well. Uh, it's, this is a dangerous team. Number three, the Chiefs. They're kind of sitting steady at number 3 by Bye-week for them, so no change. Top two. Number two. I have the Philadelphia Eagles. No, oh, he did it. Finally. I did it. I did it. This is the week. I, I saw I saw the Bills on prime time. And uh they 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 took it out. I I they they stopped the Packers from that comeback. Maybe it's against the Packers, the more impressive. Uh I don't know. Philly played a, a weak Steelers team.
2: Um, I think the Steelers and the Packers are pretty similar right now, man. <laughs> ridiculous,
0: ridiculous. Uh, this could almost be one A one B as well, which we've kind of said over the last couple of weeks, anyways. Um, I just felt it was time. Owen and I have talked about it the last couple of weeks. It's almost inevitable, and I just felt it was time. So, re- quick recap: Vikings five or sorry, Giants five B, Vikings five A. Cowboys four, Chiefs three equals two, Bills one. Say it one more time. Sorry, I'll slow it down for you, Owen. Thank you. 5B, <laughs> Giants. 5A, Vikings. Four, Cowboys. Three, Chiefs. Two, Philly, Bills one. Got
2: it. Jeremy going next? Owen, I would appreciate it if you go next. All right. I'll give you a minute.
1: So my first out, I think, Seth, you said the Jets and the Seahawks were your first two out. Your first honorable mentions. is Yes.
0: Uh, The Bengals are in there as well. um, But with this, you know, perceived loss tonight. Yeah. yeah, It kind of pushes them out.
1: The Browns. Yeah. As before we, um, before we started this Jeremy, we are operating under the assumption the Bengals are losing. We're going to lose this game. What He's is the score right now? 11 to nothing at halftime currently. The Browns snuck away with a with a field goal to end it. Um, These after- Thursday
2: night games are so ugly. Or Thursday no. night, Sunday night, Monday night games are so ugly, dude. The primetime games have not been good this year. <laughs> no. I'm we hopeful. I'm hopeful for the Thursday one with the Eagles, but and then I, I, that's the thing is, what kind of football do you want? Because like the Eagles' primetime game with the Vikings was good for me too. But of course, I it was.
1: yeah. I mean, Packers Bears, great primetime game
2: for me. I don't have any complaints about any of the Eagles' games so far. Oh, wow, cool. All right, thanks. <laughs> My first out,
1: and um, yeah, I love the Bengals. If they win, I'm gonna keep them in here. I think I'm had them at six last week, um, but. If they lose, my first out is going to be the New York Giants, at six
0: and two, off of the top five beat. Hating on one of the best records in football.
1: As you'll see behind me, we have uh, Booger McFarlane talking with. Oh, uh,
0: he's oh, good old big old Booger, eating boogers.
1: Oh. I thought that I thought I thought they were doing his Chris Berman um, segment. I missed out, but um, what? Anyway. Number five B I have the Dallas Cowboys who I like a lot and I really want to push up further. It's going to take a no, little, it's going to take a bit for them to climb up. It's it's, I think they can keep it going. I think one of these other teams, well, they can. but I got the Dallas Cowboys and <laughs> Micah Parsons, maybe the most dominant defensive figure
0: no league. love for the East, even though they, as Jeremy just said, best record in football.
2: Oh, hey, I'll give some love to Micah. Should have been an Eagle, Penn State guy. But uh, fuck them, Cowboys. <clears throat> there you go.
1: Back is back. Looking good. Number five, I got the Baltimore Ravens. We'll continue trucking. I think I think they'll be just fine at the end of the year. There might be some fluky losses think they're working it out but it's lamar and lamar is just going to keep securing that bag week by week lamar's
2: week gonna lamar
1: by week and now with the addition of there linebacker roquan smith did you guys see the dra- the trade package for him at all it was I,
2: a I, second so and a so, fifth, I believe. A two and a five. Uh, that's what I seen. I didn't know if there was anything else there, but two and a five is what I've seen.
1: Is it, I just don't understand. Like, I, I guess these GMs really
2: value their draft picks, but Roquan Smith to me is worth that. Unless you got re- like, a contract a year or something. You got to remember, he is a contract year, I'm pretty sure. I think he's on his fifth year option right now or something. Like I think that. so. Yeah.
0: Yep. That sounds right. You got well, to remember Owen, a
2: lot. All of these GMs think that they're the smartest man in the room and they're going to draft a Hall of Famer every single time. Yeah, so now if I if I remember right, with them picking up R four, and then now the two and the five, I think they have nine total picks now. Because if I remember right, they were down a pick or two. That's right. You're right. I did see this earlier too. Yeah, I get Uh, it. You know, building for 2023, the Chicago Bears. Yeah, that's all it is. Is you're just selling the farm and building for the future with your boy. Well, you'd Aiden think you'd Marco. want
1: you would think you'd want someone like Roquan Smith to be with you as a cornerstone, but uh as he's 25 years old. Whatever. I don't build I don't build franchises. Uh number four. The Minnesota Vikings. And I'll and that is the one big thing for me keeping the Vikings out of the top-tier discussion is just not really any convincing wins no dominant performances if you will um and i know they can i know they can i know they have the firepower but it feels like they're just keeping up with people i don't know if it's the defense is not um if they're just doing enough to sustain or if there's something in the offense that still needs to be unlocked i'm not sure i'm not sure if they're overperforming or if there's still something that some level that they need to hit so give me the vikings at four number three Number two, number one, going to continue to be this way until further notice. You have the Kansas City Chiefs at three, Philadelphia Eagles at four, or two, four.
0: <laughs> Drop them down on one. <laughs> Buffalo Bills
1: at one. Um, And I've I've had the Bills up here, you know, for a few weeks now. Have you? I, yeah, I have. Yep. I guess you're the first one, huh? I think it's been three-ish, three or four weeks. Um. And I'll always bang on the on Philly's schedule. I think they the only, you know, they, they beat the Vikings and they beat the Cowboys. And then after that, a lot to be argued, I suppose. And even those to me aren't one of those like premier wins, but I thought there'd be a lot more premier teams in the NFL. And really there's only three. There really is only three premier teams in the NFL right now. So I was really hoping for for more up at the top. It's not what we're getting. Hey, they also
2: beat they also beat the Cardinals.
1: Like I said, um,
2: <laughs> what are you playing Call of Duty this week with Kyler? I don't play Call of Duty. Wait, wait. As Patrick Peterson says, I don't play games. Or however uh, you see his He was plays? so spiteful against the Cardinals. Finish your top five, and then I want to. I actually want to mention that before I get into mine, because he right. had a lot to say, man.
1: He was attacking Steve Kine. He was going to challenge him to a fight there shortly. Get it. Get nah, it, to recap, we got the Bills at one, Eagles two, Chiefs, Vikings, Ravens, Cowboys. Go
0: ahead, Jeremy. Oh, as he walks away. Unbelievable. What do you wow. think, Seth? Did what like timing? Recap that one moment. It was the Ravens, I don't think you mentioned at all, right? Ravens they were the last team on my list. Oh, so I I had a total of 10 teams that I listed out. Ah, uh, got it. I mentioned the Hawks and the Jets as my first two out. Bengals I threw in there but with the loss and then Ravens were the last team I wrote down.
2: Got it. <laughs> All
0: <laughs> right, Jeremy, spit it out. Let's hear it. <laughs>
2: I just need to make a quick decision.
0: Just go with the worst one.
2: You know, I think I like it. But do I like it? Yes. Son of a bitch.
1: Don't worry the the podcast rankings will even out.
2: Whatever you. That'd, be true. That'd be true. that I'm gonna do it like this. I'm gonna do it like this. There's levels to this, boys. And mine shakes out like this. We have my one honorable mention. My one off of honorable mention. Then we have my two at six and five. My surefire four. My surefire three. And then my one and two. Okay? Okay. My first off-off is the Dolphins. My first off off is the 49ers, who I did last second because I didn't want to because they are ascending. But I had to because of the two teams in front of them. Coming in at the sixth spot is the Tennessee Titans. He wants the Look, Titans. Looking at getting this new stadium of theirs, they are currently 5-2. and two. They were on a bye this week, if I remember right. But I had them on last week. I'm pretty sure I've had them on two weeks in a row now, so this will be week three. No, no, they weren't on a buy. Uh, Jer- Derrick Henry had a big game with uh, Willis playing. That's right, yep. right. Seventeen to ten, it's a big defining seventeen to ten win over the Texans. And you Dominant know some, performance. That is a, a Titan-esque win right there, and I don't care because <laughs> they could do that to the They could do that to the Texans. They could do that to the Bills. Wouldn't surprise me either way. You know, it wouldn't know surprise that, you if they did that to the Bills. If it was just an ugly, chalk-it-up game like that with Henry in the clock out, no, it All wouldn't right. surprise me that much. You guys sure. know that's the truth, too. But for that reason and that reason entirely, they are coming in at six. Coming in at five, bitter, bitter old-school rival of theirs, the Baltimore Ravens. Takes me back to the Eddie George, Ray Lewis days. Flash of the Titans. I hate it. I hate at uh ray lewis so i love eddie george but anyways um <laughs> speaking of eddie george uh derrick henry actually just took over as the leading touchdown guy in tennessee he is two up on um uh, saw that saw that he's got eddie george beat by one i think at 75 george is 74 and then i am blanking his name right now is at 73 earl campbell. help me out here on
1: earl campbell thank you which um, i which i also it was fun to notice it was the first time i was like okay So now we – Derrick Henry, Earl Campbell have played, like, one game off from each other, and I think Earl Campbell had, like, one – or he had the same amount of touchdowns in, like, two less games or something like that. Yeah. So it was, like, Derrick Henry just not quite as good as Earl Campbell in the all-time rankings yet, I guess, is what I would say.
2: I what I would say is not taking into effect Eris, because if Earl Campbell played right now, it would be insane – because that guy was a freak of nature but uh i'm just going to leave that alone that's an argument for yeah, a different day so is. ravens are my five spot um i have 5 and 3 i am just not ready to bet against lamar unless it's like he wants to you know drop a game at the end every other game basically but uh i still think the ravens are dangerous roquan just come in you guys are both smirking let's see it you guys are sick. Anyways, uh, Roquan well, getting we're traded not there. the sick ones, Jeremy. That's a good one though. So Roquan getting traded over there—that is like a Ravens-esque move right there. Um, that is very much the exact type of player they want.
1: If, I felt like watching Patrick Queen in that defense is like—it feels like he's everywhere already. But right. Put in like a dominant run stopper
2: like Roquan Smith in there. Well, and Roquan can blitz too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think he, he like, suits better in that room. Yeah, Roquan's a hell of a pass rusher. So that's they got a dynamic duo in the middle of that defense now. Um they draft well with some defensive line linemen and cornerbacks. Well, they got good cornerbacks. They're young. They're built for a while. Uh the Ravens are gonna be good for a long time. Coming in at the four spot. I have the New York fighting beans. The New York Unbelievable. Giants. Unbelievable, Owen. I'm all right. I knew it.
0: I knew it. I can't believe this. This is ridiculous. You're saying it's ridiculous the Giants are over the Cowboys? Is that what you're saying? Correct. That's ridiculous. Cowboys are one of the best teams in the league. But you know, I'll leave it to Jeremy to leave them off the list. Continue,
2: Jeremy. Leave it to Beaver. Um <laughs> the Giants are just the better teams, Sadh. They're better coached. They have a better roster entirely. They have Wait the a minute. Corks- Who'd you have a five B? The Ravens. Or the Titans. I I went Titans, Ravens, Giants so far.
0: Giants at four?
2: Yeah, that's my fourth spot. Oh,
0: oh, oh. Exactly, exactly. yes. I I was like, wait a minute. Don't worry, we'll
1: get this figured out. Let them continue. So anyways, the Giants
2: (laughs) are... Seth, fuck the Cowboys, man. What's wrong (laughs) with you? I hate the Giants too, but I just hate them a little smidgen less. Than the cowboys. But, anyways, six and two. Um, as they come in my thing, they're the giant beans. Um, beans. there's no jolly green giant emoji, so I go with beans. This is the most makes the most sense to me. Like That's the Titans that, are a sword. I, I get That's it. That, yeah. Anyone else, but no Titans are a sword, the Ravens are just an ugly little bird, but I also use that bird for a couple other teams. Um, giants are beans. And uh no, <laughs> I they're a well-coached team. You could have
0: done like an apple for the big apple. <laughs>
2: It's two on the head. Um, sure. They drop. So they drop this game. Which, hey, they drop another one next week. Eh, maybe they drop a spot. Maybe they fall off my list. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. One game Dolphins, is an anomaly. The thing about them is, or eight. The, I'm going to move on from the Giants. There's just, <laughs> there's, there's too many uh, variables with them. I feel like you know, because they're, they're a very Titans-esque team. And I feel like in a cup like literally next week they could flip spots for me because the Giants could drop another one, the Titans could win another one, you know? And they they play kind of similar games, but I feel like the Titans have they're more top heavy to where the Giants are just up and coming, we'll say. Coming in at yep. three, at the three spot is the boats and anchors themselves. The Minnesota Vikings. Seth. For everything you said about the Vikings, you were wrong. So here's the deal. I get it. Your Packers stink. The Vikings are great this year, and it's hard to watch football because of that. I can only – you know what? If the Eagles just sucked and the Cowboys were on a Super Bowl run, I probably wouldn't even fucking turn football on on Sundays. I'd be so mad. They might be be. on a Super Bowl run, though. Shut your goddamn (laughs) phone. Anyways. (laughs) Anyways. I don't even know if I'd turn games on on Sunday, Seth. I don't think I could bring myself to it. I think it would just watch the Eagles highlights, check the stat sheets, and I'd go on with my day. Um, So I get it. It hurts. It hurts, Seth. It hurts to see that the the Vikings probably have the best up-and-coming receiver in the league. They have Delvin Cook, who's a stud. They have Kirk Coupons, who's playing better than Aaron Rodgers. They have an offensive line that's fairly young. they got a defense that's 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 a stretch. they got That's a good a coach, good up and coming coach. That's a stretch. And beyond all that, Seth, they have a goddamn stranglehold on the NFC North. That they do. Thank you, Owen. Seth, no comment. I'm not Any- denying that. I hey, I, I would right now. I'd pick the Vikings
0: to win the division. Doesn't mean they're a good team. Right now, the Atlanta Falcons are leading the
2: NFC South. Wouldn't say they're a great team. Seth, I always know you're hurt when you pull things like that. Yeah, the Vikings are going to win the North, but uh, hey, the Seahawks are leading the NFC West. Those things don't, they don't matter to one another, okay? They're not the same thing. That's what you do. Just like you always say that, hey, this guy's got this many touchdown passes, but Aaron Rodgers is tied for the NFC League. I don't care. And guess what? Somebody's my uncle. Whatever. Anyways, Vikings are my three spot, which brings me to one and two, who are my A and B, because it's just, you know what? They're similar teams. Coming in at two, I have the bow and arrows themselves, Kansas City Chiefs, because there's no fucking – there's no, like, tomahawk heads. Anyways, um,
0: that's
2: bullshit. Anyways, um, Chiefs are my two, six and two. Obviously, they got the worst record. And then the Bills are my one spot, seven and one. Just took a beating to that shitty team from Green Bay. But whatever. It is what it is. You know, we can't all – be undefeated and good, but anyway, so that brings me back to my top five A and B. We have the Bills coming in at one, the Chiefs coming Eagles in at, two. at
1: two. No, 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 no. That would oh, be stupid. Yeah. No, that uh, is what it is. So,
2: no. If if I was to be, I won't even get it. I, I
1: unbiased opinion. Eagles at do it. two. I did it. Continue, for you. Jeremy. Let's Owen, hear the rest.
2: If it was a different time in the Earth, or if I wasn't an Eagles fan. That's not where they would end up. But anyways, Bills at one, <laughs> at two, Vikings at three, Giants at four, Ravens at five, and the Titans at six. Give it to me. Just just off is the four and four 49ers, who very well could climb up this list. Um, I heard you guys, as I was running around here trying to clean up a baby mess, um, talking about the 49ers. Is it foolish to make that trade for CMC when the Shanahan offense could get 800 yards out of the three of us? You know what I mean? That Uh
0: I I thought as soon as I saw that trade, I thought the exact same thing because they were doing it with Elijah Mitchell. Jeff Wilson was running around like that too. Yeah, Shanahan, and it's just in their blood. They can do it with any running back back there. Like you said, the three of us, we could all run for 800 yards.
2: It's that, so it's that zone blocking scheme that they got out in front of it. And it's just the way that they come across the field It it creates lanes that as long as you can see the hole and make that, just put your foot in the ground and go, you're going to, you're going to be a thousand yard running back. You know, I, I mean, as long as you can run a four or five or better now, don't get me wrong. Christian McCaffrey is probably any Shanahan's wet dream for a running back. I mean, throws a touchdown, runs a touchdown, catches the touchdown. And here's the deal. He caught that touchdown. Better quarterback right? than the quarterback they have too. I mean, he's a better quarterback, running back, and receiver than everybody they got. But that's neither here nor there. Um, my point to this is, as much as he is the wet dream of the Shanahan family, why not go make that trade for Aaron Rodgers? You know? Bring because it's California, not happening. The Packers go bring that California that. boy back home, boys. he's not going to
0: have I don't know what your what your obsession is,
2: Jeremy, but it's not happening. Move on. I don't know if it's my obsession. I think it's just... I think I am channeling Aaron Rodgers' energy when I speak that into existence because it's like his energy is way too up there for you to channel. He doesn't have cheese <laughs> energy. He doesn't have cheese energy, boys. You he must be you have have to be, of energy. No, he doesn't. <laughs> but helping, he, you have to be injecting DMT straight into your veins for 24 hours straight. I to listen get up to a lot of Joe Rogan. On that's all I'm going to say. Oh, so and he's, you, you, that's a contact high. The <laughs>
0: official going long on first power rankings week eight top five
1: you know usually we don't mention more than 10 teams this week we had 13 teams mentioned wow so i'll run through them quick uh the top three stay the same or i guess the top four have stayed the same um bills come back into the number one spot by themselves with a unanimous one across the board as they wouldn't, wouldn't
2: be my one, but you're forcing me.
1: Yes, I am because you refuse to do it yourself. Um, it, it'll come back to bite you. Hey, if you if you don't want to take the loss now, you can take it in the playoffs. Okay, that's I don't care. It's I put them in, in my
2: mind. one spot, the loss will not come in the playoffs. Though. But, anyways, continue. Hey, well, we'll just see then. Bills at one,
1: Eagles at two, Chiefs at three. Uh, Chiefs had a bye this week, and we really need their points. Uh, well, actually, the point totals, I was talking to you guys th- about this earlier, the point totals are actually pretty hot, even in a Chiefs-less week. Going into the four, that feels like the top tier. Then you come down in, you go uh, four, we got the Vikings. Five, we got the Cowboys. Six A and B, we got the Giants and Ravens. at the same total, point totals. Finishing it off, and Seth... 8 through 13 could be in any order I put them in it like this I have the Titans at eight Dolphins nine 49ers 10 Seahawks 11 Jets 12 Bengals 13.
0: that 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 seems pretty I, I like that I like it's that eight pretty definitive. I like that
2: 13. eight through 13 yeah. I'm good with I'm good with that I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my guns you say the pot is never wrong. That is one thing we'll right. agree on, Jeremy. Even when, even when Owen forces my hand unfairly and lies for me, the pot is never wrong.
1: You know, maybe you were coming off an ayahuasca trip because you're getting some liquid IV in your system right now. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, <geez. laughs> Jesus.
2: Uh, good it. times, it's good fun. times.
0: Okay, Jeremy, real quick, do you want to spit off your – unis of the week
2: thank you for properly saying it Seth I didn't want to disrespect any person one person out there anyways um Kanye be careful whoa oh I wasn't getting that (laughs) but anyways I was talking about fan bases that love their jerseys on so (laughs) I have so like I mentioned just a real quick update on the game
0: we're about halfway through the third uh Browns have a clear grass on this game it's 18 nothing yep Bengals look lost without Jamar. Hey, what do you know? A team looks lost without their leading receiver. Oh, what do you know?
2: Yeah, don't know. Anything. Don't know anything about that. Um, Brandon Cooks catching it. Yeah. Well, anyways, um, I have three honorable mentions. I have three favorites and a game of the week for the jerseys. Okay. I'll
0: right. I'll do this. I'll do this crazy
2: and crazier. You know, I gave a early, early favorite or early possible favorite in the Texans Eagles game next week with the Texans coming out with their new red helmets, which is going to be badass and a massive L for them. But whatever, you know, everybody got to look good. Don't play good. That's the Texans model. So <clears throat> this is what I'll say. Coming at the very bottom for me is I got the Falcons blacks. Okay. And it's black top black helmet. I think they were wrong with white pants. I don't have it in front of me. But I'm going to give them just an honorable mention for my lowest of honorable mentions, but they look pretty clean doing it. But I think I just either have a soft spot or a hard on for the Falcons jerseys. I don't know what it is, but it's one of the two, right? Um, they had white pants. Can't Was it white? Thank you. Um, one spot above them. I have the Seahawks in the, is it, it's a Navy blue, right? Ish. Like their color. Y- yeah. Yes, They're, them and the Ravens kind of got that similar, but the Ravens are purple, right? Yes, for sure. The guy doing the jersey, the uni of the week is fucking colorblind. But anyways, he, um, he literally is colorblind. Yes, not a joke. <laughs> that, that's why this guy is the guy to do it. Um, <laughs> here's an honorable here. Here's my game of the week for jerseys. Anyways, so the Seahawks come in as uh, my next honorable mention with the all blue that all navy look real clean i like that there's something about when teams come out when with one flat color like that and it just looks good right pleasing which brings me right to the stomping of the week the buffalo bills in their all blue clean look right it is i actually
1: wish the packers would go back to their all whites as the road uni i love the i love the all whites that was clean as hell
2: you know, the Eagles always do that, but only in the preseason for some reason. Or real early in the year, if we play in a warm-weather state, we seem to do that, which I get it because you don't want to have darks on, you know, dark black or whatever. But um, sucks this, in the sun. This team here
1: above my uh, left shoulder, uh, aren't they going to be going their Siberian Tiger unis? Did they do that yet? I think they're doing that soon, right?
2: I thought they did they're, that already this year. They the White did House? that. At, hey, didn't they? Did they? Okay. I think That's they right. did, yeah. Two weeks ago, I think. They did that on, I think, the week before I started doing this. Was that the the Dolphins, the 2 a concussion game? I do not remember. All right, I'll leave you alone. Since I'm out of my honorable mention three, we come to the bottom of the three, okay? <clears throat> we come in with the Jets, and they're all black. Very clean look. There's something about not only the all black, but the matte finish on the helmet, like the Vikings, the Jets, a couple of these teams got. Just a real clean look, right? Just, I love it. Um In an L, so obviously they can't be the jersey of the week, so whatever. Coming in at the two spot. Technically, my game of the week is realistically the jersey of the week because my three bests are all losers, so they can't really be the winner. Um <clears throat> Coming in at the two spot is the Jacksonville Jaguars. All Blacks in London. Super cool look. I, I really like that. Did you guys catch it? I think that's what I was thinking of earlier when I mentioned that the yeah, th- those were good looking. I liked those. It's clean. That's real, real clean. I like that. And honestly, to even add to that, the Broncos, for an away jersey, other than the fact that Russell Wilson was wearing it, looked good. The blue pants with the orange stripe and then the white top that they had on, only pulled up. I'm waiting for an ad, yeah, but I got it. It's, it's a good look. It's a real good look for an away, I think. The Broncos yes. got strong colors, though, so it's hard, it's hard to not like the Broncos. <clears throat> Any comments, gentlemen? Do the Jaguars once they
1: got rid of that like uh, that gradual change color on their the hat, helmets, sides, the two different sides? The well, it was like yeah, the front was black and then it changed into gold. Like I hated that, so I'm glad they're the all black. I do like for sure. You know,
2: speaking of jerseys, and this is something we could say for the off with like best jerseys of all time or something. But speaking of jerseys, the Jaguars all just jaguar like fred taylor days yes is an all-time uniform all-time the the blacks the all blacks right all of it the all the whole combo the green all of it is like yeah. all-time unis right and then they just fumbled the bag and now they they had shitty jersey after shitty jersey and now they're back to they're prominent they're not great but they're prominent i i like them a lot which brings me to number one also a loser but it's got to give it to somebody right the chicago bears the bears oh Jesus. <laughs> Dude, those orange jerseys are—they're awesome. I love them. I feel like um, anytime
1: they wear their orange jerseys, they can't tackle. It's almost like
2: every missed tackle gets accentuated times a thousand. Like it looks I, very bad. I think there's two two reasons for that. The orange jerseys have came since their defenses haven't been that good. Uh, well. like that, Brian her never came on an all-orange all jersey, right? Not all-orange. They had the jerseys, but not the pants and the helmets. Yeah, they didn't They didn't come rolling out looking like the – well, I won't mention the creamsicles. But anyways, because that's a cool jersey. It but is. no, the 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 Bears orange, I really like it. The helmet, it's, it's got the matte finish, I'm pretty sure, too. Real, I just like the matte finish helmets. It's awesome. I, I agree with that, yep. Which brings me to the jersey game of the week.
1: Coming whole, it this next week, you're saying?
2: Or no, no, no. The, the last one. Got it. This okay. is my week eight. Most, okay, so it's funny that I mentioned the fact that I'm colorblind, right? Um, which you are. When they brought out the, so you're rush, saying none of this is credible? It's all even more credible now. So I think so. That's that's where I would go with it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Respectful shit. Anyways, which takes me back to when the color rush jerseys first come out, and I think it was the Buffalo Bills played the New York Jets. I didn't fucking know who was who. just scored right again, right by the way. Yes, it is. I'm Jesus. sitting there, boys, watching that game live. And I'm looking at the screen and I'm like, I have no idea who any of these guys are and what team any of them are on. Because as it moves and meshes, it just gets worse. Right. Um, and actually, the NFL came out with an apology like a week later after that game because of people like me. And it just was Freaking a must. Out. Yeah. Yeah, and like if it would have been the Eagles, I could have spotted guys, but like with the jerseys and not knowing the players as well, I was like, no idea what's going. on. Yeah, I, was, I, but- I
1: don't care. I don't care. Bring me back color rush on Thursdays. That's what I want.
2: I I liked I, can, I enjoyed those. I enjoyed those. I can dig it, but when you do it, don't do combos like that. No, that's where that's where the Green Bay all whites came from, and that's why right. they did them like once. It was right. Bring them back. But the the game of the week. Jersey game of the week. Owen, you mentioned it earlier in the pod or maybe it was pre-pod. The Detroit lions at the Miami dolphins is the most visually pleasing game of the week for jerseys. The all gray lion, Juni, top to bottom. You got gray helmets, silver, technically gray j- pants, jerseys, everything, the socks. And then the dolphins, you got the white helmet, the white top, the white pants. Dude, you can't do it better in this game. It's perfect. I'm watching it right now. It's, This is the most visually pleasing game of the entire week for me. And it's the one thing I'll say about this. And, you know, the Lions should probably pop up in here because that gray jersey is really, really, really sharp. The one thing I'll say, and I'll take this back to the Bears, is I like it when teams take advantage of all of their colors. Right. Bears orange, Lions gray, Eagles black. Right. Um, One team that I wish did that is the Steelers because they've got the Stars. Oh, yep. you could do some wild stuff with that and I wish they would but they don't. You don't like the bumblebee one? Nah. That won't show up I, I was I a,
0: I think I liked that because nobody else did. You know, uh, I was just the devil's advocate
2: for that. I think you just liked Steelers secretly because the Packers sucked. But um no, that, <laughs> so that's Steelers. that they do. That's the that's the jersey game of the week, you know. I was gonna do a spin-off of this, but I'd never had the chance to mention to you guys pre-pod of the celebration of the week, which would be another very fun topic. Um just from my Eagles game, they did the whole um whatever, stomp the yards did you guys see it? Is it is it Stomp the yard or is it yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think I think it, it was. Yeah, the- yeah, 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 yeah. And they come out and they got the line. It's AJ, Devante, Quez. And then Miles is on the end of it. And it's just, it's great. I I like. That was fine. What
1: was better was the taunting penalty just before that, when he pointed at you. That was the best. That
0: was, yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: then he goes running off. So after they do the stomp yard, he runs over to Jalen and they do the classic defeat, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, Dude, loved it. But, uh, shoot, I forgot what it was. There was a better one. Uh, Oh, it was Pat Pete
1: after his yeah the pick. And he was yeah. doing the, the video games to of game,
2: I was going to say there was a couple of them. The Eagles one was just the one I could rip off real fast. That mm-hmm. The Pat P one was another good one, which – thank you, Owen. The only thing I wanted – so I'm done with the Jersey Week. That's the whole thing. The one thing I wanted to say about the Pat P thing is he said that there was a point in Arizona where after practices he would come to his locker and there'd be a printed-off message with emails from angry fans saying about how – he was washed and couldn't tackle and the the team was putting that in his locker how gross interesting so now it makes total sense to see him take shots at their quarterback and everybody
1: who's steef's well, guy yeah.
2: specifically the quarterback who they clearly you know buttoned down on with you know locked themselves to with the contract and it's like he's not committed like Papias i mean yeah, Pete, dude, there's not many guys as committed as that guy is to their craft. He's one of the best cornerbacks of all time, you know?
0: At the ho- uh, yeah, that's a debate. Um, but no, yeah, Top
2: five. He's... Top, though. Somewhere in the top. Yeah,
0: sure. definitely. Yeah, his run and in, in, when he was with Arizona well, was, oh, yeah. that was his top pick, tier, for sure. His was for up sure.
2: There, but no, I just yeah. had to mention that, too, because it was wild to see teams do that to uh, all-time players of their own, so. You didn't ever see. I would.
0: I would assume it was for uh, for fuel, but I. I think the wrong the wrong way to send that probably.
2: Yep. No, I don't imagine right. that they're leaving Call of Duty copies on Kylo's desk, but whatever.
0: Uh okay, let's end with a little trivia. Of course, I got two <laughs> questions for you. Uh, depending on how long it takes you to do number one, we'll jump to number two. Frank Frankor. Oh, got it. You Thank learned you. from last week. Get enough the pot. All right. Two quarterbacks have thrown for at least 350 yards and three touchdowns this year. Only two. Uh, sorry. Two quarterbacks with multiple 350 plus and three touchdown games this year. Only two. So they
2: got the 350 and the three touchdowns same game.
0: Yes, multiple times. Gotcha. Can you name them? We'll start with Owen. Give you, uh, I give everybody two shots, two names, two shots. First, throw is one out.
1: Tuanan Tua Valoa.
0: Tua Valoa, you betcha, nailed it. Good job,
2: Owen. That's one. That was going to be my first guess, but I still have that game playing. <laughs> um, Jeremy, is this, can you get the other one? Is the second one Jared Goff? Oh, no, but that's a good guess. Uh, he's
0: probably had multiple 300-yard games, but it's the three touchdowns. i probably heard him because of the guys like Swift and Jamal Williams kind of vulturing some of those touchdowns. But I bet you he's
2: got a lot of 300-plus-yard passing games. Tua was my first guess as I'm watching this, but I knew whoever got the first pick was going to get him. Owen, All right,
1: Owen, one other shot. This guy standing right here,
0: Mister Joey <laughs> Uh Laser Without Jamar belt. Chase tonight, uh, and it's showing. Um, incorrect as well. Damn Good it! Guess. Good guess though. I yeah, know he
1: has one, and it was like five hundred yards, four touchdowns.
0: Yes, yes. He probably is the only quarterback for that this year, but not probably the question. Not. Damn Jeremy, it. back to you. Last guess, and then we'll throw it out there.
2: I'm going to actually go with. Similar vein to my first one. Is it the MVP Geno Smith himself?
0: The MVP Geno. MVP Geno. It's not. It's not MVP Geno, but good guess there. Uh, you guys, I think overthought it a little. No, bit. I. Do I, you want to well. take a guess? I I I got it. I know it. Is it Tom?
1: No, it's Patrick Mahomes. It is. Oh. Yeah. It's Mahomes. Yep, those are my three, my top three were the ones that I said.
0: Yeah, Mahomes. Uh, I I thought you would have done well. I I can see why you went to a first just because of the explosion. Right. Um, but yeah, Mahomes as well. Yes, was Tua right. a second this week. Did he only have one other? I uh,
1: yes, he had one other. Yep, they yeah. both had two. So probably the Ravens then. Huh?
2: Yeah, most likely probably did it all I'm in sure. the fourth quarter. Ravens gave me at the six touchdowns. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right, second question. Um, the Denver Broncos have the second longest active playoff drought streak in the NFL, and that won't change this year. Uh, last making the playoffs in 2015. Can you name the team with the longest active playoff drought streak? Longest streak.
2: And she oh, like of all time. No.
0: Broncos have the second. Longest active streak. Active.
2: Active. Oh, streak. my bad. I thought you said they had the longest. Active no,
0: they're the second at 2015. Can you name the team with the longest active playoff drought? Last making the playoffs in 2010. Owen, oh, you got both of those. So we'll jump over to Jeremy for the. He didn't get the Pat Mahomes one. You gave that to us. No, Owen said it. It was his third guess. <laughs> it was yeah i unofficially he got it but he threw it out wow. there so
2: so Jeremy and jump back to you since 2010 longest active streak yep, yep. It,
1: and not to put the pressure on but i do know this oh
2: i feel like i do too but like i've got to three teams right now i feel like uh oh 33% not-
1: chance 0. .33 repeating of course of course.
0: So it's inevitable.
2: Ah.
0: Uh, uh, uh no, let's not do that. I was going to say why don't you throw out the three teams? Uh but we won't do that. Cuz I don't want no. I don't want any reactions to give I away the gotta, answer that Owen is just going to
2: steal from you. I think I got narrow it narrowed to two. Is it the Miami Dolphins? Miami Dolphins incorrect.
0: (laughs) I will pull that up to see when they last made the playoffs. But, uh, Miami Dolphins twenty sixteen is the last time they made the playoffs.
2: Who the hell was their quarterback then? Twenty sixteen
0: is that ten? I was going to say is that probably Uh, ten. Yeah, right before I think right before he went to Tennessee. Yeah, I think he had one good year and then he left. Yeah, uh, Owen. All right, what
1: what was your other guess, Jeremy? lions it is mark sanchez in the butt the year before yep. the fuck but Foot fu- bumble
0: <laughs> the new york jets yeah afc he championship won't. back to back
2: when oh. i thought through them for some odd reason i felt lions like were
0: also 2016
2: by the way got you for some odd reason i thought the jets was earlier i don't know why or more recent god i felt like they snuck a season in there after sanchez but whatever yeah yeah, you know, Ryan years it's
0: and, the yeah. dominant defensive days. So, yeah.
2: The you know, Jimmy Leonard parties. days. The yes. Thomas Jones.
1: Thomas Jones.
2: Leon Washington days. San Antonio yeah. Holmes days. Yeah. The, the I was Brick- a bit I was
0: Fox. a big fan of San Antonio Holmes. Liked him. One of the greatest
2: sure. names in all of football, the Brickishaw Ferguson. Left. Nick Mangold and Nick his Mangold. Sister. <laughs> and his sister.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jeez.
2: Uh, anyways, okay. That's the pod for tonight. Uh just one more time, Seth. Just one more time. DeBrickashaw Ferguson. <laughs> That's a good name. I'm sorry. It was. <clears throat> it was. Um Eagles used to have a guy named King Dunlap. Also a left tackle. Continue though. Halapulavati Vaitai. There's Kabir Bajabi I'm sorry. I was sorry. about to say we had Kabir. Where'd They're just what in my head right now. Oh. Um yeah, so that's the
0: pod for tonight. I'm glad uh, we said the Bengals were going to take the L, and they definitely are. They definitely um, are. So we just did gonna... Oh, geez. Of course we did. But did we know? We knew Chase was, oh, yeah, we figured We figured they'd show up a better performance. Anyways, uh, they got to find that offense without um, without their, their top dog there, uh, without Chase anyways yes so that's the pod for tonight a little uh recap tuesday coming at you uh later this week we'll have of course our line is right week nine edition everybody's hopeful uh for another week but until then until next time adios. adios adios adios